When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, and welcome to the Chelsea Podcast. My name is Phil Daniels, as you probably don't know, and I've got Kerry here and Gary Hayes and Hello. Andy Saunders, Hello. who's got a bit of paper in front of him, and I bet he's going to go on about how good Peter Cech ain't and how good Courtois is, because well, I've always said Cech's a better goalie. Do you still say that after the weekend? No. No. <laughs> Did you ever say it? No. If you took, if you took, we'll come on and we'll obviously we'll talk in great detail about the game. We'll talk about all right, that. Andy, all right, 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 right. Serious. We'll talk about that. If if you take away his error for the goal, would you still have Peter Cech over Courtois? Not this season. I don't think this season. I think Courtois caught him up, and I think. Checks declined a bit. This he seems to be making a few ricks to me. It seems mm. Peter well, Check. It can't be very nice when you're a Chelsea boy to have to look at that red and white kit every day of your life at close quarters. It's got to be horrible, isn't it? He and when you're playing one. behind inferior defenders, yeah. And he did spill one, didn't he, as well? And uh, he was a bit spilly. Yeah. He was, it was a, a shot from lot, Pedro, wasn't Pedro, it? Across yeah. from a lot of spillage, weren't there? Well, it's a miserable existence being a gooner. What a result, though. Yeah, I mean, it, it was just... This time last week, we sat here and we said, what would be acceptable? And I think we all agreed, four points out of six. Four points out of six would be a, would be a result, and that's that's what we got. We played, obviously, Liverpool, didn't we, on, on Tuesday, and uh, got draw, and then... Uh, Decent, you know, decent result on the weekend. And we were close to six points out of six. But can I just ask, what were your football predictions, the scores for the Arsenal game? Oh, did you get it right, Kerry? I, I said 4-0. I did an interview and I actually I said 3-1, right. didn't I? Yeah, Phil said 3-1. 3-1. Well done, that's us. That, that's why we You clearly listened to the pod because he said it. I haven't listened to it. I haven't listened to that. Phil <laughs> <laughs> doesn't listen to it unless he's on it. So, yeah, exactly. And I said well, you think one all for the Liverpool game, probably. Well, probably. But what did you say, Gary, about Liverpool game? One 0 to Liverpool. I you thought did. You did. You did say we were going to lose. Didn't yeah, you? I thought. I thought we what? Oh, 
Yeah. Yeah. I don't blame that because you love Chelsea so much. That pessimism inside exactly. you exactly to burst out every now and again. Exactly. Can you imagine if had one of those? It saves your feelings. Just, a yeah, it had one of those um, Champions League night feels to it. Do you know what I mean like? where we'd gone in the past as champions and then they turned us over with a bit of luck and they'd seem to get the rubber to green sometimes and it could have very easily been a, a loss, couldn't it, really? I know it cost them the penalty, but then they missed a couple of guilt edge chances as well, so... Yeah. But, I mean... They- but then they went and played shit again up at Hull, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, well, the thing is what, is, what is interesting is in this terrible, terrible run Liverpool have had, they raised their game to an acceptable level against us and couldn't hold it for the whole game. I honestly think Klopp has done what Mourinho does. I think he's broken all those players. I think he's tired them out. They just, they just don't, they're not attacking and they're not pressing in the same way, are they, Andy? Well, the high press, you know, was the big thing that he bought, you know, in the Gangnam press, as they call it. And, you know, I think for the first, maybe... Gangnam style. Well, gang- 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 the Gangnam style the press. The Gangnam press. Be more effective, I think. The, you know, this, uh, this so-called system where you would press the, uh, uh, or compress the game to a point where you played almost exclusively in in their half and that worked for the first sort of 15 games and people were very impressed at the high intensity of it but what we were starting to notice is after about 70 or 80 minutes they started to fade a little bit so unless they had you know the game in their pocket by the time it got to 70 or 80 minutes they were going to struggle and I think Kerry's right I think there is fatigue in that team now and they just don't look able to, to keep that level of intensity up and if you look at their squad it's not a particularly robust squad you know once you scratch they don't have the surface, a, uh, they don't have a winter break do they uh, we don't in our country where Klopp is used to playing teams like that and then giving them a good rest over the winter. I mean, it was a pretty quick game against Liverpool. I mean, you know, Man- Mane was obviously at the African Cup of Nations. They put him on a private jet. They brought him back. He was on the bench in that game. They brought him on and we were all a little bit, oh no, Mane's going to come on. And it took him five or ten minutes to get up to the pace of the game because it mm. was going at Well, have you seen week. the African uh, Cup of Nations? I mean, it, it was, I couldn't watch it. I mean, Did you watch the final? No, I didn't in the end. Yeah, Cameroon won. Yeah, no, yeah. I know, but... Splendid goal to win it. But, right, right at the death. But it's, it's funny, isn't it? All those talented players, but not one of those teams would you think... You know, because we were told for years that Af- an African team would, would win the World right, Cup. Because Pelé said it. Oh, Pelé right. said it and then everyone caught on to it. Said they'd win it before the new millennium. And it was Look, I mean, all which, Nigeria. which millennium? Yeah, <laughs> they're all they're all pub tape. They're all pub teams with a couple of ringers in them playing playing on pub pitches. I think yeah. that's the problem. Yeah. So it's it's really unwatchable stuff. But you know, and they come back with injuries. Remember, Essien went to the African Cup of Nations, come back with a terrible injury, and he never really recovered from it. You know? Do you remember Babiaro? He didn't come back. Yeah. Did he? He went missing for weeks. <laughs> oh, he did. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Can I just say about that that Liverpool facts as well? You're talking about there is that it's interesting that. This dip of forms come in January and they've had nine games as well, which just supports that theory, Andy. That yeah. They can't sustain that yeah. high intensity, which is yeah difficult in English football when you've got game after game after game. You know, nine games in a month, even those Dortmund players have struggled. You know, especially the team that Klopp had. But our game seems quite high intensity. Chelsea is quite high intensity. One, I mean, we have a rest, don't we, when they have the ball a little yeah. bit. But, but it does make them have a breather yeah. in the game. But that, yeah. it's, it's slightly different, though, because what, yeah. they, what they have is a press, and what we do is we move the ball. Yeah. So when we play at tempo, we're actually moving the ball. They press physically, they chase everything. We don't. We tend to move the ball. And it, that, that takes it out of you much less than, than, but it's than the that point style that, of play. It's the point that Graham Souness makes a lot... Um, I think he actually talks a bit of sense upon it, but he uh, he always says about Chelsea, the only team that he looks at and they look comfortable not being in possession, and it's because of what you say. You know that they sit back, they get their position, they're you know organised. Everyone knows where they need to be. 
then when they get the ball that's when they that's when they actually work harder rather than working really you know, they still work hard off the ball but it's when the team's in possession that you see players switching positions and all the rest of it and, and it does help when you've you got a player like Kante doing all your running for you I mean yeah. he does the running for the whole team but I mean, it's in, astonishing yeah. I mean in Liverpool's uh, I mean I'm not saying Liverpool's uh, defence but They've caught Swansea with a new manager and a new setup, and who played very well at Anfield and nicked the game. Yep. And they've played Hull, who played well at Chelsea uh, as well. With a new manager. Yeah. With a new manager. And look a lot, a lot better side now than they did weeks ago. I mean. And lost 2 0. Yeah. Lost 2 0. I mean, that's in their defence because, I mean, they're not awful, are they? But it's just. Yeah, what happens they played pretty good against us they got wide didn't they and um, we struggled a little bit against them oh, oh, the, out of all the teams I've seen this season down that bottom part of the table they're the ones who thought I can see them getting out of this, this trouble actually they've got well, something about them now. and you look at Swansea I mean Swansea only lost to Man City on a 93rd minute goal you know mm. I mean, Swansea you know seems to have got themselves very organised ex-Chelsea boy of course uh, Paul Clement managing them uh, two ex-Chelsea boys well Claude McAlele as well McAlele as well but, and you know, Jack Cork and they were and Jack Cork they three were absolutely terrible in the first half Swansea in the second half they looked really good pinned City back yeah. got their equaliser and then you know uh, up, up popped this Jesus Gabriel Jesus this new kid that Man City have got he looks like he's got a bit about him so that's a bit well he's worrying. 19 and looks so he's quite happy to mix it and get stuck in yeah. I reckon he's going to do an Oscar looks really good at first and then he's going to disappear oh Jesus is the new Oscar I like <laughs> yeah. it that'd be quite funny For, yeah because it's what Oscar did wasn't it against Juventus he came in scored those two goals boss Pirlo and everyone thought we had the, the next big thing in football and then he gradually just didn't really don't, don't say it too really loud because you know you, you might upset Andy he's still smarting so we're um, oh, I got a steely look. <laughs> so we're, we're nine points clear at the top of the league at the moment on fifty nine points. Spurs are in second. Um, Man City in third, ten points behind, and Arsenal in fourth, twelve points behind. Spurs. I mean, they're a team that press. They got a one 0 win against Borough at the weekend. I mean, they do look like they're not going to drop a huge amount of points, even though they drew in midweek. But you know, I mean, they're capable of it. But certainly at home, they look powerful, don't they're, they? They're the best team other than us in the league this season without a doubt at this stage yeah main genius is they've got the best 11 he would say that wouldn't he well, that's, yeah, well, that's because he couldn't get in it yeah it, it, it's certainly it's certainly not true either it's not true no it's not no. They're, they're a very very good side but we happen to be <laughs> a lot more points ahead oh if only Andy's doing some great things which just don't work on radio today he's getting quite certain it's not true it's, it's not bit, true oh Miss Joe it's not true, Jermaine. It's really not. And, uh, you know, but I, I think that Liverpool game, though, even though we only got a draw, I still felt that we were playing within ourselves. Oh, very a much so, bit. yeah. And, and it was like, it's a kind of a change of mentality almost from Conte. And we've seen hints of it that actually he's looking at how to make sure he doesn't lose the game before he necessarily goes and wins it at the moment. And his, I mean, you've talked about this, haven't you, Gary, about the, the change in formation, things that he's trying out. Do you think yeah. he realises now is the time to actually start changing everything up and protecting the lead yeah I don't think you're going to see Chelsea being a defensive team as such but I think that you're going to see the manager not wanting to lose that nine point lead he, you know, he knows that there's 14 games to go it's not so much the, the finishing stretch yet but we're on the bend getting into it and from this position Chelsea should be winning the title so I think that you know the, the way that he changed the formation where you know, even on um, even on Saturday when it was 2-0 he brought on Sesk and he made that five-man midfield again 
you know, drops a, an attacker and then he did it against Liverpool as well. And he just, you know, bolsters up that area of the pitch where possession is going to be won and lost. And it's not necessarily about getting big boys in there to battle with it. It's about taking the sting out of the game, which when Cesc comes on, you see they do. They, they you know, um, retain possession a lot better. You know, they move the ball a lot better and then they make that team work for it. And in the in the Liverpool game, for instance, that they're in the ascendancy come near the end of the game and it was all because he brought Cesc on and the way they started controlling it. So I think he thinks about those and you're starting to see a pattern with the subs. You know, um, He's not bringing on Chaloba to start breaking up play. He's bringing on Cesc with the view of keeping the possession. And, and I think also, that stands for a lot. And also, not only is he about keeping possession, we can attack from much deeper with Fabregas because he is like a quarterback, isn't he? I mean, he's Tom Brady. And plus, yeah, Pete Chet thinks... Oh, don't even I watch <laughs> yeah. that game. Do you know, I have to say, that NFL, the, the Super Bowl... Amazing. It was amazing because it's the first sporting occasion, big sporting occasion I've watched in years where I didn't really care who won or lost and watched this... Unbelievable drama! It was quite. Sorry, I don't watch any of that. I've got no, no time I've, for that. Can I? Uh, no, can I just, just say story. something, please? Yeah, Back to real about football. football. Yeah, okay. I think Peter That's Czech. Football. Peter Czech still thinks Fabregas they're playing in the same team. Hmm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we'll come on to that in a minute. But that, that's a good point, though. He says about just bringing up Sesk again because you talk about him coming on and he's able to play in in a deeper position, but then he overlaps and gets further up, which means. Kante matches are still holding and obviously that's how he found himself in that position okay well we've just got to cut to a commercial break and we'll be back with more Fabregas talk when it comes to a software vendor audit you need to park the bus call 0203 817 4880 or visit Livingstone tech.com to find out how. So back onto Fabregas. Um, okay, we're kind of talking about Liverpool and Arsenal all together as a big melting pot of lovely, lovely football. Um, but there was that magical moment for, for Sesk and Peter Cech. I mean, they, they all were in the wrong team suddenly, weren't they? They were, and then Sesk didn't... Uh, didn't jump up in the air but first of all I thought oh does he want to transfer and then I thought oh no it's because he played for Arsenal and he's being sort of respectful he's He's had dogs abuse off of Arsenal fans yeah he has I thought and you know I think you know this whole kind of you don't celebrate you do celebrate don't care you do or you don't I'm not one of these people that say you should or you shouldn't but you know the fact of the matter is he's had terrible abuse off those Arsenal fans ever since he signed to us and yet I thought he was respectful to them you know when they didn't deserve it so you know I thought it was rather odd Uh, listen it was I mean I would have scored that goal I mean it was just do you really think so I don't think it was that easy I think you'd have fell over as you try to kick it I reckon you Killed it. I wouldn't have even taken a touch. I you, you'd have found mud where there was no it. mud. I would have volleyed it. <laughs> you volleyed it. Yeah, I'll tell you, I think it was a harder finish than you think. Well, I didn't realise it had gone in. I was sending a tweet at the time and I looked up and I was like, what's happened? The ball, I didn't realise it. I thought it hit the bar and <laughs> we were all we walking were, off for. Do you know, do you know what was interesting is the back of the net didn't move. It just shows how and rigid. And it just bounced straight it just, out, didn't it? Hit it? A camera. It hit a camera. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, yeah. It it I'm not sure it okay. did because I, I had a look at that from the side angle and I'm not sure it actually did. Yeah, because they, they showed the camera view. Oh, he's right. He's I watched right. the game back Stewart. on Sky when I got in it comes right. over, hits the camera and the camera drops. That's right, because yeah, the back of the net doesn't ripple so it was a bit odd. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, 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 watching from behind the goal, it was a great thing because you just went, is it going to come down? 
Yes, it's going to come down. Yes, it's in. And poor old Peter Check. You could just see. I did his George Foreman impression when he went and stood. Stood, stood on the other, yeah, leaning on the leaning on the lamppost. Yeah, yeah he was. <laughs> and he just looked mortified. And that's when everyone broke into. He's one of our own. And he's one of our own. And you know, he didn't know what to do because he didn't dare look round because yeah. he might give something away. And he just had that thousand yard stare. But it, it was. It was extremely funny. Do you know when we lost three 0 to Arsenal at the Emirates in September? It left us in eighth place, eight points behind the then leaders Man City after six games. It's been a 20-point swing since then at the top of the league. You couldn't, it's a bit like Brexit. You couldn't have predicted it, could you? No, I mean, no. it's an astonishing turnaround. And of course, that Arsenal game and the Liverpool game around that time were the turning points when Conte obviously switched to his preferred system of three at the back. And, and ever since then, it's been... Um, Amazing. We've played 18 league games and won 16 of them. Um, we only dropped points to Spurs and Liverpool away. So it's, uh, it's been an incredible... Can I just add something to that, talking yeah. about the point swing, that I don't want to compare Conte to Mourinho. But, but you're um, about to. Yeah, but I'm about to. Uh, in trend rather than uh, character. But uh, it's, it's interesting because that's what happened in the first season, 0405, where um, Chelsea lost their first game of the season uh, under Jose. It was against Man City. And now, of course, scored a penalty and we went five points behind Arsenal. And um, that was after nine games, I think. And that was at the beginning of October. And we had scored eight goals in nine games and it wasn't really coming together. And then after that, sort of suddenly just came together. And then by Christmas, we, were, we had a 10-point swing. We were five points clear. And then by the same stage we are now, we were yeah nine points clear. And we went on to win the league with... 92 points. Cool, you got me there with all them points. Well, we've won nine successive Premier League home games, scoring 27 goals and conceding only four. And I still think we're a little bit profligate in front of goal. Yeah. I think there's room to improve. We I could th- kill games off a lot quicker. Yeah, lost to have passed so. on Saturday. It could have been five. Yeah, what was he doing there? And Pedro Wilder. I mean, and yeah. also, what's interesting is that Costa has been caning Pedro over the last uh-huh. couple of games. He's really been almost bullying him in the last couple of games and then wouldn't even look at him when he... When, you know, Pedro had every right to run up, run up and flick the visa at him. I think Costa had a very interesting game, actually, against Arsenal. He had a Arsenal. bang average game in the second half. Especially the second half. But what we've noticed from behind our end, when he was, there was a couple of times where he just got up and sort of trudged a few yards back to the halfway line or whatever. The only time he really put a shift in was when they had a corner and he would absolutely sprint back. And he actually did a really good job for us defensively from corners. It was the only time I saw him run. The whole game was getting back for corners. The, other, the rest of the time, he kept looking to the bench as almost as if to go, come on, sub me and I wondered if there was something going on where Conte was going I ain't subbing you you're not feeling it I don't care you're staying bouncing out off him. he was very he was very um, you know stiff wasn't he he was just, yeah. he just was bouncing off him. it's the first time he's failed to score in consecutive Premier League appearances for the first time since May last year but isn't that an interesting thing that actually without him scoring we still go ahead and what and a do games. header though for the first goal didn't go in though did it Phil didn't go in what a header <laughs> yeah it was power was yeah. it foul what a power. What? Was it, was it you're talking about the Costa, Costa header. header. Against the bar? Yeah. 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 Was it a foul on Bellerin afterwards? No. no. That is... I reckon this. If I was Bellerin, I would think that Jesus absolutely clattered me. Where's my foul? Being a Chelsea fan, or if I was Alonso, I'd think, well, it's... A, Fair ball to go for. So that's what I think. Eyes on the ball, wasn't it? I mean, I looked at it a they couple of times. They both had eyes on the I think it was eyes on the ball. If, if I was he was out before he hit the ground, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Horizontal, was he? Yeah. He's lucky he landed horizontally, actually, I think. You look at that. If I was Bellerin, I wouldn't be upset with the referee or Alonso. I'd be upset with Mustafi and Koscielny because they're nowhere to be seen. Costa plants, be- yeah. plants himself in Bellerin to win that first header. 
And then it's Bellerin having to go up after losing the first header. He's the one reacting to it. And the two central defenders who are meant to be the ball winners in the air and, and the tough men, they were nowhere. Bellerin was as brave as they come. Yeah. On that small, one. And, and, the, right and the game got a lot easier when he went off because he's a good player. Yeah, and Gabriel it, 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 it was as not. brave as they come. And yeah. he, 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 took, he took one for the team there. He's the kind of player, if he ever became available, you'd be interested in. Oh, definitely, yeah. But in Arsenal, OK, here's, here's another point. In the Arsenal team, how many of their team, if they became available, would you actually buy? Sanchez. Sanchez and Bellerin. Yeah. But Maybe Sanchez. Ramsey. Yeah. Sanchez, no, Ramsey's too injured all the time. You know he's going to spend half the, yeah, half the season uh, injured. Actually, you know, I, I, I think Ram's a really good player, but he's one of those players that you take him out of the Arsenal team, put him in a team that trains properly and rotates their squad properly and he doesn't get injured. How many players would get in ahead of the current 11 though so who would Sanchez get in ahead of at the moment maybe Pedro but could you take Pedro out at the moment I, I don't think you can but no I, that's I, my point yeah but, I, I, but it would that's be hard point, you look at, but, you look point, at, but you look at what Sanchez does that you, would, Sanchez you would say you would say that you look at that attacking three with Hazard on form Hazard not a Hazard we've seen for the last six weeks but Hazard we saw on Saturday uh, Costa and Alexis that Can we just call him by his surname? He's, oh, he's sorry, you know, Sanchez. He's he, he would um, that that would be a tasty front three. Dad, I don't think anyone in the Premier League. And who would you put Bellerin in ahead of? Well, I wouldn't put him in ahead of Moses because that's where he would go. But that's but, my point. It's like I don't think there's any players in that no. team, Sanchez included, at the moment because I wouldn't put him in ahead of you know because he don't score enough goals. And oh, he does. he's got 17 this season. Has he got 17? Yeah. Definitely in all, in all, 17 in all competitions. Yeah, I think yeah, I mean, he's 14 got, in the league. Come okay. on, go for him here. You this is all He's a really good player. I don't do, yeah, I don't do another, Arsenal stats. Another player who would be a good squad player for Chelsea, which is we had a brief conversation on. When I was on my rail replacement bus yeah. on the way home on Saturday, yeah, Walcott. I just think that he's in the wrong team. That but Arsenal tried to play in front of teams and through teams, whereas Chelsea playing on the break, his pace, getting in behind defenders, that's what suited to him. And he can't face. Again, he's always had his chances. He's injured. Be a good player. Chances. He's like Oscar. Not a starter. he's just too Bob, and he's too goonery. He's too Bob. Rest of them. Rest of them. I don't think. I wouldn't say. What's happening to Mustafi? I mean, that was a guy who looked like. That was their biggest mistake. Wenger's happened to Mustafi. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But the biggest mistake Arsenal made was not starting with Giroud. Because, you know, if there's a man... The one thing we have seen, the weakness in that defence... And let's be honest, we've all seen Chelsea week in, week out this season. We've got away with a few things at the back. Yeah, we've conceded so few goals, but we have got away with things. But everyone's working out that there is a little spot that you can attack between Azpilicueta and Moses. It would have been tailor-made to chuck the ball into them. Because they started doing some high balls in that first half to nobody. It's it's interesting as well, actually, because the only games that we've dropped points in since October was the defeat to Spurs and the draw with Liverpool and where have Chelsea conceded goals yeah that's what in I'm that saying area. in that area Milner, Milner's cross into Wijnaldum and then obviously Deli Alley for his two and yeah it's just Wenger, sums Wenger up though doesn't it that he just goes out regardless of what the, he can see in terms of tactics he goes out wanting to play his way and he's, he's got to play with Sanchez through the middle rather than Giroud because that's beneath him to do it and obviously he pays the price are you okay yeah. is anyone surprised that he keeps his job and it's apparently still I'm up to him at all. whether he signs his contract or not well but, I, be- I believe that the fans are being shortchanged up there because they I mean they want to win the league don't they they want to win yeah. they don't want to come forth they don't want you know 
all right, if you if you start halfway down the league and you're getting better and better, fourth's good. But not for them. The fans need a new manager, I think, and he should he should fall on his sword. Yeah. I, will, will he sign his contract? I know he's done I a lot for British football yeah, you know, I, and all that. Yeah, because uh, we want him to stay. <laughs> and the, yeah, the, the thing is with, um, with with Wenger as well, though, is that you know the club want him to stay because they like they're they're a business. And what the business is like, they like they like the con- the continuity of it all, and they like it that they know what they're getting with him. They they can um, budget for top four football. I don't think they can for next season, but obviously that's a different you know conversation. But that's what they like. They like having the the idea that the manager's there. They've got they haven't got a ready made you know uh, replacement that they're grooming. I think there'll come a point where you see him bring someone in as a number two that will eventually get promoted to be the manager. But for the time being. They're, they're run as a business. Job, no, no, not they? at all. I think what will happen, what will be Either. interesting, is if they try getting someone like Eddie Howe as an assistant for a year. That won't happen. To, I'm not not saying it will, but I'm, I'm thinking that for them as a business strategy, that's what they'd want to do, and because they believe in promotion from within, and you know, you look at how um, we're talking too much about Arsenal. Yeah. It's yeah, making no, me feel it's too, okay, sorry. I'm feeling crazy. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know what? I don't care. Going back to it, we, there was we'll a, stuck it up. <laughs> there was there was a record. There was a record broken uh, it, it, during that game. Uh, by Eden Hazard, who attempted and completed all 10 of his take-ons, um, and in doing so became the first player in Europe's top five leagues to manage 100 successful take-ons this season. Could I, could I go back to just Arsenal once? There was another record. Walcott was subbed for the 100th time. Oh, that's, oh, a, that's a round of applause. Is that, is that, is that the first ever stat you've ever done on the Chelsea podcast? Is. That's absolute quality. I love it. I love it. Well, you know, can, I just ask, can I just say one other thing as well? Because this is a, 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 a serious thing. Who do you think you are made the most him? successful uh, passes in the game? Are you covering up? You know, you think we're cheap. Yeah, you will cheat. Well, you, it's not usually Kante, is Matic. it? I think it's, Matic. Matic gives I, it away. I think it's Kante. It's Matic. Matic. 43 completed passes. I thought, he had, I thought he had an ex- I an excellent game, and I think he's had an excellent yeah. season, and yet he still gets maligned. Simon Johnson's written a piece in the standard half. today about that. Yeah, exactly. Really? That. Yeah, really nice piece about him. Okay, I'll read that on the way home. But, uh, no, I agree. I think Matic, yeah, it's been. My son said he was so close to being exceptional in the first half, and then he gave away, as you say. But it's, yeah. the problem is, his mistakes are really visible, and people look at him and go, oh, he's crap. And they miss all the really good stuff that he does. And I think the few couple of high profile misplaced passes that he makes, I think, unfortunately, tip the balance away from what an excellent player he's been. Yeah, I, th- I think. If in this side that we've got at the moment, there's an unsung hero, he's probably it. It's because they're a bit, I mean, as well, uh, you know, for the layman or you don't, they're all a bit square, the passes. They're not, it's not very electric football, is it, what he does? But he can be, though. He can take the players on. He can, but it's not his job. It's to give the the boys the ball that can do something with it. That's true. I think what we've really seen this year is the range of his passing, though. The long cross-field balls that he's been doing have been... You know, a real addition to his game that he wasn't doing and last luckily year. Luckily, Moses can keep him in. Yeah, and hasn't Matic got uh, equal most assists for goals as well he this did. season? I'm not just sure six this season. season. Yeah, I think yeah. he's still. I think he's still. Which has. is um, more than yeah, more than his last two seasons as well. Because yeah. I think he got five last but, season and the year before combined. But this is the interesting thing uh, uh, for a lot of people watching. You know, from a distance, they see Kante and from Matic. A distance. That's good. I like it. That's lovely. Um, <laughs> That's <a bit> <laughs> they 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 are seen to break it up and stop things. But actually, they both spend times going forward. And yeah, Kante. I mean, his passing at times is extraordinary. 
Yeah, he still needs to improve yeah. on what he does going forward. But I agree, he does the simple things well. That there was a moment in the in the second half just before Hazard scored the wonder goal where. Um, he had dispossessed a few of their players a couple of times and then he cut in and drog, uh, Drogba Costa made that run and he released him too late and by the time he released him he was offside uh, so I think and I think Conte made the point of saying about it after that he's still young and needs to improve that side of his game but he needs to play more vertically than horizontally or yes, something like that there you go <laughs> the other quote exactly we'll that, that which was that's a, exactly what he said an oft quoted stat at the weekend uh, somebody said that he's made more successful tackles in the Premier League than any player in the last three years and he's only been in the league 18 months. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, it's, it's the, like the one... Now they're using it on all the programmes, you know, Danny Drinkwater was such a good player last season because he had... Can't take the side of him. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah, and now yeah, yeah. other people are using it and that's what's happened to Matic. Yeah. The, the, the truth is, there's something really going on that's, I think... Well, it's interesting to look at Leicester. And look at the dip in form of Leicester and the amount of goals they're shipping without Kante in their side. I and also I think, think they've got that ego problem going on there. I think there's an arrogance that's gone on. Something else as well as... Well, I think, think they're probably taking their foot They just against. got so lucky last year. It's all come back... Um, well, they had an, an energy and an intensity... Fired inten- on them. And they had an, an energy and intensity and a balance about them last year, as well as luck. But they had an energy, intensity and balance last year, and they haven't this year. And, and Kante's a massive part of that. I know, and those two centre-halves, I mean, come on, out. Slow. Yeah, and, I mean, and also, I know, yeah. they had that thing that we've had this season so far. Not very many injuries. It's yeah. a, you know, I mean, this has to be the lightest squad that we've had in years. Some wood. They yeah. touch some wood. No, but I'm saying it is. You know, the the worrying thing is, it's it. You know, now that we've got rid of some players and nobody else has come in, it's a, it's a light light squad. You know, mm. we are hoping that everything stays fine. But um, you know, Costa's hamstrings are holding out as well because he's not playing every week. In terms, what I mean by he's playing Saturday to Saturday, not Saturday Wednesday Saturday. But maybe we saw what happens when he does play twice in a week and he doesn't look 100 percent right. Well, I can always put them three. You know, the three little. The three little fellas up. Yeah, because Batshuayi yeah. ain't going to get a look no. in, is he? No. It's, it's, it's over for him this season, I think, unless we're sort of 28 He hasn't played 90 play. minutes in the Premier League, yeah? No. No. He's got a good goals to games ratio, though. Yeah. yeah. He, he got a good indeed. 10 seconds at Anfield, didn't he? Yeah. He came on and the ref blew his whistle. Um, I think it's time to talk about that goal. Uh, which goal would that be now? Oh, I know that goal. <laughs> that goal. Don't you have any have music you seen, for this? Ever seen a better solo goal at Stamford Bridge than that? In all the how long have you been going? Forty years. Yeah, a long time. I, I, I think it was one of those. What I loved was <clears throat> when you look back at it on TV. I, I know how I felt when it was happening. In the fact that it, you just had this. Everyone had this feeling. He's going to go at it. And when you look back at it on TV. All the rest of the Chelsea team just went, yeah, go on then. And they trotted up later on. But everyone just thought he's going to have a go at it. And it was a really weird feeling down our end as well. Because we were all going, he's going past him, he's gone past him, he's going past him, he's gone past him, he's going to shoot, he's scored. You know, it was just incredible. Mm. I mean, everything else stopped other than him. And that ridiculous shimmy he did to sit. Koscielny down mm. Koscielny just, turned his back on yeah. him so what are you doing yeah man? no I mean it it's was very like, odd to see him come down that right hand side isn't it? Ne- well. never yeah. never going to live down being dumped on his arm oh, by a man who's five foot completely embarrassing but just, one of the things I liked the most about it was um, the celebration not the slide it was just before it again because I've watched it back on Sky so you might not have seen it but as he runs off before he slides he looks at the crowd and like sucks his teeth with like this arrogance of yeah, I'm the man. And I like that about players that they've got that arrogance where they can back it up. 
and he's had that look on his face to say, you know, yeah, this is me. Well, he's changed, hasn't he, in interviews now? You know, he he was very modest and saying, well, you know, if I don't do this or I don't do that, that's it. And now he's saying, I know I have to score more yeah. goals. I know I want to score more goals. There's been a goals. sense of frustration over Hazard among some fans recently. He didn't play well against Liverpool. And there's, you know, a few people saying, well, I, you know, I'd, I'd even, I, he's not a starter for me. I mean, I'd put him on the bench. He hasn't earned it and all this kind of stuff. And I've always maintained that if there's one player in our team that can make things happen, over and above anybody else that can do special things, it's kind of worth having him on the pitch for it because he could turn a game in a second, an he, absolute second. He was rubbish up until the point when Mustafi fouled him and then it was almost like, you know, he even said himself, didn't he, I don't like getting kicks, but I like getting kicked because it, like, yeah. make, it gives me the, you know, the, uh, the motivation to go out and do something. And then that was in the first half and he got up and that was it and it, it was curtains. We are very, very lucky to have a player like that in our team and I think we have to cut him an awful lot of slack to basically say, OK, you're not going to track back, you're not going to tackle, you're going to go missing in games, you're going to be invisible, but you will do that occasionally. And that's kind of why we go to football. You know, you, and I think that's really why you know when mo- it's mo- it's for moments like that that we live for. Yeah, I think that's absolutely true, and and I think um, I also think there's a certain mentality amongst some Chelsea fans. No matter what's happening, they always need someone to have a go at. Mm. I don't know what it is, but there's a really weird thing around. You I know, think that the problem with him is that you know he's that good that when he did, you know, one game here and there is fine, but he he can go missing for periods at times where he did it you know I was looking at the stats I know it's only stats but uh, from, only stats yeah, but, but from, from December to the end of January he scored twice uh, yeah, but Pedro scored five and I just think you look at it and you think that's the level that Hazard should be hitting consistently and you know he's not on the same level as Ronaldo at his peak or Messi at his peak but if he wants to get there and be the player that we think he's going to be and he's getting paid 250 grand a week he needs to be doing it well, two, every two, two single things, week two things there I think you'll take the money out of it money's irrelevant and I think secondly comparing him to other players is not helpful because I think he's a unique player that does unique things I agree with you he needs to score more goals he does need to score more goals and he will admit that and I have the same issue with Hazard that I have with Sanchez and you're right about Sanchez scoring 15 goals doesn't he feels like he should score a lot more he should feels like if, especially if he wants to be a striker which he does yeah. he should be on 25 goals a season and he's had 25 chances uh, 25 goals a season's worth of chances and, and I think Hazard you know really needs to be more aggressive and have a little bit of presence up front but I go back to what I was saying about I just think he's a unique player and we're very lucky to have well, I think what I think is that you can afford you can afford to have a dip in form. You can't. It just can't do that every week. Ronaldo can't do it every no. week. They do it some weeks, but the team they've got a team ethic down Chelsea now. Conte's got them playing. So if he's not playing so well, Pedro takes the mantle. Then Costa didn't have a great game on Saturday. But Chelsea still played well. Of course, yeah, they never had a great game. He had two goals. assists, though, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's it. You see, so I don't think you know it's about the individuals so much yeah. as it is about the team. And at I the think, moment. I think, and I, that's do you know what? That's a really interesting point for, and I think that's absolutely right. That the reason we're doing so well this year is we've been a team mm. and we haven't relied on individuals. No, because Alonso, Alonso, you know. It, you can slaughter him if you want. You can say, well, he ain't the greatest left back in the world. He ain't the greatest crosser in the world. He ain't this, he ain't that. He's been brilliant. Yeah, yeah. 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 Could I just Could- add, sorry, on your question about um, a better solo goal, maybe I, because I was young and I'm reminiscing too much, but 
Zola West Ham 96-97 season when he completely tore Julian Dix a new one yeah. was, and he was going yeah, yeah. Went before the shed end was built That's and he just turned true. him inside out and just smashed it into the bottom corner I remember, that, I remember that game really really well because it was the first game that I took my son to my son was four so I remember that game really well because so, that's his first ever game he didn't start from a, as deep a starting no, that's, position that's, and he didn't beat as many and players he didn't meet as many players but obviously we remember it because Julian Dix was he was just completely he, he beat yeah. Julian Dix about five times it's incredible yeah he, did, yeah. he gave him twisted blood as they say yeah. okay we, we, we've got to start wrapping up soon but the one thing I'd like for us all to say is that um, somebody retired this week Frank Lampard and um um, how does everyone feel about him? You know, is 13 he- years, 648 appearances, 211 goals, 106 caps for England with 29 international goals. Boy, had some career. Yeah, a, a legend. Do, does anyone have a favourite Lampard moment? Did, I was going to ask that. Oh, well, I did it first. Mm. Go on, no. then. No, no, me- no memory think, at all. No, well, I'm not saying I didn't like Lampard. I said, well done, Frank. You don't have a favourite moment, though? Not really, because he was one of them guys that was always, you know, I suppose that goal against Bolton that won us the league, you know? Yeah, I would say I'd that. Say, I'd, 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 I'd say, say the Aston Villa goal that got the record. <laughs> I'd say the the game against Liverpool when he scored the penalty. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, I mean, I think there's there's so many yeah. there brilliant are. moments. There's so many goals, yeah. you know, and so many important goals as well. Um, I just think, we talked about hazard and consistency. I think if there's a player that was consistent over the 13 years, apart from maybe his first season where he was finding his feet a little bit, the consistency, he was a machine for 13 years for us. And yeah. I think that, you know, we just we didn't know what we had until he was gone, really. Yeah. We really didn't know. So no. on, on that Liverpool game as well, um, I was working at Chelsea at the time and uh, it was, we were looking for an interview for a programme ahead of that game which it wasn't for that, for that game. And um, he actually came and sought us out after we'd got through to the, uh, the semi-final and he said oh who's doing the interview for Liverpool and we said oh yeah this guy is and he went I want to do it because I hate that club <laughs> and I was like oh Lambs we love you that was uh, when his mum had just died wasn't it <laughs> that, that, yeah. He, yeah. this was just before you see she wasn't ill at the time right. so he did this and it went in, an inter- it went in a programme ahead of that game like as a, pre- as a preview to it and obviously she got ill and, and we've got a statue to Peter Osgood outside the ground which other players well, should, pro- should have statues should Frank Lampard have a statue well, should, do we have to wait until they're dead to put statues let's up not have statues no let's statues let's not do things like and that and I think let's Lampard say he's a do. great player done well for Chelsea yeah let's, you, no statues that could be Frank Lampard that statue of Peter Osgood we should have the Lampard gates yeah. <laughs> so anyway, we should. Have we, should we need to. We need to wrap this up pretty much. Well, can I just quickly? Yeah, I was do, just going to say, say junior stats very junior quickly. Junior stats and very, then very quickly. Uh, uh, under twenty threes beat Reading two 0 on Sunday. Those three points kept the Blues fourth in the Premier League two table. They don't have a game this week. Uh, the under 18s played two games this week. They progressed to the FA Cup Youth Cup quarterfinals for the eighth year in a row with an impressive four 0 win over Sheffield Wednesday last. Uh, Wednesday uh, and they are also only one win away from a third successive under 18 Premier League South section title after a 3-0 win against Reading on Saturday George McEachran Josh's little brother and Callum Hudson Adoy with the goals they play Leicester away on Saturday Right so finally Burnley away Burnley It's going to be a tough old game that It is they've got an amazing home record Burnley yeah. I mean they're not very good away good. but they are rock solid at home Good test for us Really good so test So we've got to move quickly on this we know it's going to be tough what's everyone's predictions for it Gary 4-0 to Chelsea Wow you're taking my mantle of crazy <laughs> predictions but I think we will I think we'll give them a right pasting Okay Andy I think it's going to be really tight 1-0 Phil 
2-1 I'm going to go for yeah, I'll go for 3-0 to us I'm going to be Antigua I'm going to be watching it on the beach oh Andy I know. God, you, you know, you're going to have to get up early for that not that early so, yeah, I think it's only 4 hour 5 hour town difference it's one thirty, isn't it so oh well yeah. I'm very sorry you're having to watch it in I'll, 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 send, I'll send you a picture no don't bother I will <laughs> I'm going to <laughs> <laughs> well I think that's about it yeah cheerio I'll see you all next week bye this is a playback media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at chelseapodcast.net. Sports Social Podcast Network. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.